furry fluff pieces and here. This is a weekly furry podcast that finally tells it like it is. There's no holding back on this week's episode of Unleashed. And now here's your host, Lifty Husky. Greetings, folks, and welcome to another exciting episode of news, information, and rants in the furry community with your host, the prescriber of the hard truth, Lifty Husky. And I promised last week that I'd be talking about uh, Megaplex and getting onto Megaplex because uh, last week we were talking about COVID and this week we're talking about something completely different. We're talking about people who are allowed into conventions that have really big skeletons in their closet and they really shouldn't be allowed in but they're allowed in anyway and so we're talking about megaplex because they did just that they stepped in it and we're talking about them now so i want to get back to july 25th and back then somebody gave a tip to megaplex saying that uh this person uh, at Lucky Spark Puck was a convicted pedo and is in the sex offender registry. And they gave this information to convention staff on July 25th and they responded with, thank you for letting us know. We will let our security team know and we will take action if needed. Unfortunately, as we are not the police, we do not have the resources to properly investigate and respond to these types of claims. We recommend reaching out to the police to report it, especially if they have any restrictions from being at events with children. That being said, we do take the safety of our attendees seriously. If anyone is uncomfortable with actions taken by an individual at the convention against them, we encourage them to find a staff member who can direct them to their security office. Once there, they can make a report and wait for the police if they wish to also file a police report. And so you would think, oh, well, you know, Megaplex is doing something with his information. Uh, they'll probably do a little bit of an investigation. They'll probably get a report from the person who sent them the information and probably get any statements from somebody, maybe even, you know, Google them on the uh, on the sex offender registry. Uh, so what did uh, Megaplex do about this information exactly? The answer is nothing. They did absolutely nothing. So the person in question was apparently found at Megaplex, and not only that, the person in question about an assault at Megaplex, and the person by the name of Tess on uh, on Twitter actually brought out all of this information and said, I was just informed that con staff was alerted to him before the con and still chose to do nothing. My assault was 100% avoidable. Con staff is complicit. I've gone from upset to outraged. Thank you to the person who sent me this screenshot. So it wasn't Tess who sent the information to Megaplex, but somebody else. And nevertheless, Megaplex did nothing. This is a big, big, big problem in the furry community because I don't know who this lucky spark pup is. I don't know what connection they have to Megaplex, but I, I just want to ask a question to Megaplex. You say in your statement on the 25th of July that you do not have the resources to properly investigate and respond to these types of claims. Megaplex, you were told that this person is on the sex offender registry and you're saying that you don't have the resources to properly investigate these claims. You don't have something like Google. You don't have a computer. 
Nobody on the on the security staff has a computer. Nobody has Google. Nobody has access to Google. Nobody can just go to the sex offender registry, which is public, by the way, and look for the person and find the person. It's like, oh my goodness, this person is on the sex offender registry. The person that was giving us a tip was actually speaking the truth. We might need to do something about Nope, they didn't do any of that. So that created a massive, massive problem within Megaplex. And it, it <laughs> remember when I was talking last week about that tweet that they sent out about their stats for the weekend, how many attendees they had, how many furries they had, how many fursuits, how much they raised for charity, all this and that, you know, stuff that makes them look good. So when they posted that, of course, it got an overwhelmingly negative reception, not just for COVID, not just because people were screeching, oh my goodness, it's super spreader, man, oh my God. No, 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 no. You had half the community screeching about COVID, and then you had another half of the community yelling at them about how many, how many sex offenders they were allowing in, because of course Megaplex wasn't addressing the issue. And then when they decide, when they finally decide to address the issue with a statement, it, it probably sent out probably the most tone-deaf statement I've ever heard. And this is from a PR group. Like, Megaplex has their own PR, and who looked at this and said, oh yeah, this is, this is fine. So Megaplex sent out this statement that says, Megaplex's goal is to run events that are a safe place for everyone who attends. We are saddened and sorry to hear that people felt harassed or worse during the weekend. This is unacceptable and no person attending a convention should be made to feel this way. As of today, in response to concerns and feedback from our attendees, we are updating our code of conduct to make it clear that registered sex offenders are not welcome at Megaplex. We'll also be reviewing our policies and procedures to see what more we can do to ensure the safety of our attendees and staff. To ensure everyone's safety, Megaplex relies on its attendees to report misconduct by lodging an official complaint with the convention staff while in convention space or contacting hotel security and or filing a police report when outside of convention space. After that, we can investigate and take the appropriate action. We're committed to improving the convention and making it enjoyable for safe for all. Stop for a minute. This is a flat-out cop-out because, first of all, you're saying that registered sex offenders are not welcome at Megaplex. That should have been a given. You were told that this was a registered sex offender coming to Megaplex, and you did nothing. The person still came. The person still registered. The person still accessed every single part of the convention. And now you're like, oh, shit, maybe we should go ahead and update that and make sure that this doesn't happen again. It shouldn't have happened in the first place. You were warned. <laughs> You were absolutely warned and you let it go. And then saying that uh, filing a police report, <laughs> you do realize these are furries, right? No furry wants to touch the police with a hundred foot pole. <laughs> so this is just a flat cop out. It was just a terrible, terrible PR move. And of course, when furries see this, they of course, they start screeching again <laughs> because of course they don't know that, oh, an, uh, an incident happened. And it happened with, or a case of assault happened. We are very sorry. That's, you don't hear that. You don't hear that in that entire statement. We're, well, we're saddened and sorry to hear that people felt harassed or worse. That's just kind of like tiptoeing around the fact that somebody got assaulted at your convention. And, and people have every right to feel angry at Megaplex for this. 
I, I've seen, I, I believe that this is more legitimate, a more legitimate concern that people have had because it's not different from other concerns that people have had over the years. Remember Growley. Remember how long it took convention staff to actually take action against Growley. And remember when we were trying to get Growley banned, people were complaining at a convention security. I think it was, um, I think it was Califer or uh, some some West Coast convention in California, I think, where they knew that, that uh, Growley was going. They knew that he was on the sex offender registry. They knew that Growley did shit with children, with child pornography in the past. And they just brushed it off and said, well, that was in the past. He's changed. He's a new person now. And then we realized that, no, he didn't change at all. He actually did the same thing again, got arrested, and completely missed the event. And everybody who was defending Growly had to eat shit. Megaplex, of course, had egg on their face. And not just egg, probably, you know, a little bit of shit there on their face. And they had to send out a second PR form saying that they apologize. This one is dated August the 12th. We apologize for the rushed response we issued last night. It was insensitive, hurt the survivors, and it didn't address the concerns of the community. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> oh my God, Megaplex. Now, bear in mind, I have never been to Megaplex. And I would really like to go, especially since next year they have a, like an 80s vaporwave theme going on. And I'm really just a sucker for that. But this, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're, forced, you're forced to eat a shit sandwich now <laughs> because you didn't take care of the problem in the first place. And then on top of that, you didn't even bother to address it when you had a chance to after the convention. We want to also apologize for the way that we failed to act on attendees' reports of harassment and warnings before the convention. We failed to live up to our promise to our attendees. You deserve better, and we will be better for each of you. You failed on a promise that you made yesterday. <laughs> so now they're changing their, their code of conduct to say that registered sex offenders will not be permitted to attend the event and working with members of the community to develop a plan of action on how to best protect our attendees. Well, banning registered sex offenders should have been a given for any convention. I don't know why we're being so slow at this, why it's only like this convention or that convention or that convention that are actually doing something like this, but whatever, whatever. We're going to see this again at other, other conventions, and then it's just going to be a domino effect. One will go after the other and go after the other until something happens. But what are we doing about it? Well, we're going to find out in the next segment. Uh, stay tuned. We have more of the show coming up. Unleashed. Hello again. Lifty here. And right now, you're probably listening to my new podcast on Anchor and thought... Well, gee, it looks like Lifty hit the big time. He's got his own professional podcast and everything. Wish I could get started like that on my own. Well, now you can get started on your own podcast today, thanks to Anchor. Anchor gives you all the tools you need to get started recording your own podcast, make edits, bring guests, record voice messages, 
and even publish and distribute and monetize your podcast where your listeners are, such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Anchor is trusted by some of the most popular podcasts on today, and it can help you reach your audience faster than ever before. So stop dreaming and start podcasting today. Go to anchor.fm now to get started. Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Unleashed. Welcome back to Unleashed. So in the last segment, we were talking about Megaplex and how they completely dropped the ball at trying to keep their attendees safe by not inviting people who are on the sex offender registry from actually registering, especially when you are given the information you need to make sure that, hey, this person's on the sex offender registry, please verify that they're on the sex offender registry and please do not let them register. And they completely dropped the ball on all of that. Not only that, their PR department was absolutely terrible in trying to address the issue until they did it twice. And let me just say, as a PR person, as a person who's into PR and marketing, you do not get a second shot at a first impression. That first impression matters a ton. And if you fuck it up the first time, you're not going to get a second chance to build back that confidence. And uh, that's exactly what happened, unfortunately. For Megaplex, it's going to be a big learning moment. And right now they've changed their policies, but you know it, it might be a little bit of too little too late for some people. But I want to switch gears now to a different story about two different people who seem to be able to go to every convention that's open and make an appearance there. And they're total creeps. They, they completely creep me out. They completely creep a lot of people out. And you may have seen them at a convention near you or a convention that you have been to. Uh, they're usually like these two older gentlemen. I think one of them has a beard. And they usually dress alike. They either are wearing hats and wearing the fox ears on their heads or they're wearing fursuit heads or fursuit partials. But they usually coordinate how they dress and uh, tend to dress alike. But one of the striking things that people notice about them is that they're both pushing around these carts that are covered in plushies. And they're called the Chihuahua Brothers or the Chihuahua Twins. I'd never heard of that name for these people before, but I have seen them before. I don't remember where I've seen them, but um, they've actually have a sordid reputation in the furry community, uh, especially among younger attendees. So I, I just pulled up a tweet from 2021. Yeah, August 11th, 2021, and uh, by Cypher. And uh, they're talking about the Chihuahua brothers. They said that they cornered and groped me at my first furry convention in 2015. I see them at so many cons. AC is the big one, but IFC too. They were actually spotted at IFC this year. So this is why they've come to uh, prominence this year as well. 163 responses to this tweet. They, they, the tweet has completely blown up. And people are just tweeting about their terrible, terrible 
experiences with Chihuahua brothers. Um, <laughs> some people are saying, I've heard their cart is full of fursuiters they've transformed. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, and other people have been saying that the plushies that they carry around, somebody had the misfortune of landing their hand, their bare hand, on those plushies, and it was crusty. Ew. But even worse is that there's a video floating around where they're showing this one little kid, this one plushie, they're playing with this plushie with the kid. I don't know if the kid is amused or anything, but they're trying to you know, play with the kid. But then they take the plushie, they put it in their mouth, which is absolutely disgusting. And even worse is that more people, more people have told their experience about how they're interacting with fursuiters and essentially, the whole part about putting the plushie in their mouth, in the fursuit mouth, is actually more common than you think. And it is just, oh my God. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, they're, one of them has a beard and the other one doesn't. But they, are, they both tend to like dress the same. And they both push around these cards full of plushies. And... Um, a lot of people getting uneasy vibes from them, but other people are saying, yeah, they were being very handsy with me, especially with people who are young, who are like 17, 18. They're telling in the, in this tweet that, yeah, they've, they've touched me inappropriately too. And they try to tell con staff, they've tried to tell, uh, security and security was like doing nothing about it. And I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at it like, how, how, how do you tell these people? that they can't do anything about these two creeps, about Tweedledee and Tweedledum thinking that they're at Neverland Ranch here. What the fuck? I'm, I'm reading through some of these comments and uh, it, it just gets goes from bad to worse. My first MFF, one of these guys came up randomly to me and my boyfriend at the time, smelling strongly of shit to start an unwarranted political conversation. Years later, one of them came up and hugged a friend from a direction he couldn't see and asked, How drunk are you? Oh my goodness. You notice, sometimes people have been noticing that they're kind of like set around and they're enjoying, they're quote unquote enjoying the convention all on their own. They're, they, they, they don't have people around them. They just themselves. And a lot of people are saying that they smell as well. Ew. Ugh. Or first of all, smelling like shit, but also trying to shove those those plushies that they carry around, they push around in those carts. They're pushing, they're pushing those plushies into people's mouths. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? Holy shit! And they've been around for years. They've been going to a lot of conventions for years. And I, I, I have one person saying that they were at AC, the one person saying that they were at Furthermore. I don't remember when I saw them, but I, all, I got the creeps from them. I, I don't mean this to like dab on the gray muzzles in the fandom, because these people are definitely gray muzzles. I, I can certainly consider myself a gray muzzle too. But there's certainly a point where personal boundaries need to be respected and how is it that this these people are not respecting those personal boundaries i don't understand it 
and they're still doing all this creepy, disgusting shit. And not only that, Constaff, what the hell are you doing? Why is it that when you have a tweet like this that's blowing up from this year, of course, and you're seeing 163 replies and you're not doing anything? You're just sitting there on your ass wondering, well, you know, what are they doing? Nothing. I, 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 <laughs> what? So they've been at Indie FurCon, they've been at Furry Fiesta, they've been at AnthroCon, apparently at Midwest Fur Fest. Like I said, they've been through a lot of conventions and it's weird that people are just being creeped out by them and Constaff are doing nothing. But um, I'm also seeing that they're always at IFC, at Indie FurCon. Um, so Constaff, I would definitely recommend that you look at these tweets and try to do something about these people and try to see what you can do about not having them at your convention next year because they give everybody the creeps. Everybody. It's not just young people. It's older people. It's people in fursuit. And people do not deserve to actually be treated like this with assault, with, uh, with people just not respecting boundaries. I, I just... I get grossed out just by looking at, at these people and reading these responses because this is unacceptable. But then again, the fandom and the community, they try to say something and conventions all, time and time again try to pretend like they can't do anything about them. I mean, there's plenty of you can do. You just choose not to do anything. Stick around, we'll be right back. Unleashed! Have you ever wanted to grow your audience in new and exciting ways but found advertising difficult or expensive? Hi, Lifty here, and you can grow your audience today on this podcast, reaching thousands of listeners weekly on Anchor and Spotify. To get started, just email us at liftyunleashed at gmail.com and you too can grow your audience with us. Looking for the best events in the D.C. metro area? Look no further than Metro Furs Events. Listings for the hottest furry events that are happening now in the DMV. Looking to host an event? Get the word out there with Metro Furs Events. Join us today on Telegram at t.me slash Metro Furs. Metro Furs Events. Unleashed. Welcome back to Unleashed. So I just want to wrap up a few things because um, I don't have a lot of time to wrap up this episode, but I also want to cover a couple other points of interest before I end this episode. So uh, we talked about a bunch of creeps in the fandom and what is the convention doing about it? And the answer is in many cases, they're doing nothing. Of course, this is unacceptable to the furry fandom. So a lot of furries are doing something themselves. One group is actually getting together and doing something called the Furry Safety Coalition. Uh, they just tweeted this out earlier this month saying, so a group of us furs have created something called the FSC, Furry Safety Coalition. We're planning to create a golden standard of code of conduct and policy, which we will use to grade cons. This will include representation for many affected groups, including disabled people, BIPOC, LGBT, and survivors of assault. We will also include a Yelp-like feature for individuals to include their own reviews of cons in case 
their code of conduct doesn't hold up in practice. Hopefully this will pressure cons to act and will bring awareness to poor practice and safety. It is just a beta idea and subject to change. Any ideas and input are much appreciated, including pointing out any blind spots our coalition may have. And I'm going to be like, time out. Time out. So I'm looking through this and I'm just, I'm thinking this is prime real estate for abuse. So you have this furry safety coalition, great. And it's full of people who think the same way. And what's to stop anybody in this furry safety coalition from actually abusing their power and using it against people or against events that they don't like just for the sole reason that they don't like these events? Like I know they mentioned that uh, representing many affected groups, including BIPOC and LGBT groups, and I'm, I'm looking at this thinking, eventually, it's going to become something that will go towards different groups and will support these groups, but then it will shy away from the original intent, which was to keep pedophiles and zoophiles out of convention space. And what you're going to see is that Oh, people that don't like your political views. Oh, well, we got to cast those out. But then people who are actual zoophiles or pedophiles. Oh, yeah, come in. I think that this is going to be abuse. Like, I, I'm, I've seen this as just prime gatekeeping, like burned furs 2.0 or something. And I can't trust a bunch of furries to gatekeep and be in the best interest of me or anybody else in the community. I think that they're going to serve their own purpose. They're going to serve their own interests and just basically start kicking out people that they do not like. And it's just going to be politicized. It's going to balkanize the community. It doesn't take a rocket scientist or a brain surgeon to actually come up with an idea of how to make sure that conventions don't bring in people who are complete creeps into their events. The first thing you do, conventions. When somebody actually hands you the information about a person and says, this person is on the sex offender registry, can you please make sure that they don't come to this convention? You have a responsibility. Your safety and security team has a responsibility to look up that information and make sure that that person is not registered with their event. Security can talk to Reg and say, hey, can you run this name? See if this name is in our attendance roles. Did they already pre-reg? And if they already did, boot them. We don't need sex offenders. We don't need people on the sex offender registry going to conventions. Who cares? Don't pretend like you can't do anything. You can do a lot. This is ridiculous. And then when you have tweets that are blowing up about people who are absolute creeps and touching people, being inappropriate, not respecting personal space, you should pay attention and maybe do something about those attendees so that in the future event, they're not making it miserable for somebody who just wants to go and have a good time as a furry. We don't need this furry safety coalition crap. We don't need gatekeepers. We need conventions to pay attention. That's it. And we don't need conventions to completely ignore their attendees. That's it. Anyway, that's my rant for this week. Um, I did want to cover a couple of things that I think are really neat. 
So the first thing is, I don't know if you've heard about it, but I have retweeted a, a couple tweets about it. But Spotify has come out with a new system called Spotify Green Room. And basically, it's a room that you go into via an app on your phone, and you can attend to conversations with your favorite podcasters like myself and actually join the conversation. And when I saw this, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, this is a good idea. So what I want to do is it's still in the beta. So it's still in progress for this show. But eventually what I want to do is get started on Spotify Greenroom. And every month or so we do like a furry town hall where we bring you, the listener, into the show via Spotify Greenroom. We do the entire show on Spotify Greenroom and we talk about furry issues. We bring up like three issues that we talk about and every segment of our show is going to be a different issue and we leave it to you to talk about it. I'm going to be moderating, putting in my two cents as well, and but it's mostly going to be you talking about the issues and talking about what bothers you the most in the furry fandom. And I think this would be a really great idea. I want to hear what you think. But anyway, look for Spotify Green Room on the Google Play Store or Apple App Store. Download it, tinker with it, play with it, because it's going to be coming to Unleash soon. We're going to have our own Spotify Green Room conversations, and we want you to get in on the conversation. And also, if you do want to get in the conversation anyway, you can always leave a voice message on our anchor.fm station, anchor.fm slash Unleash. And if you're not following us on Twitter, do so, because that's where all of my updates are coming, including I just made the reservation for a Unleash Suite at New Year's Furry Ball 2021 at the end of the year, December 31st, 2021 at the Embassy Suites in Newark, Delaware. I have a suite all to myself. I have limited space. So if you want to party in the Unleash Suite, please get on twitter.com slash liftyunleashed. Follow me and send me a PM saying you're interested in going to the Unleashed Suite. I have limited spots available, so don't wait. Space is going to fill up very fast for this event, especially for free rooms, so don't delay. Anyway, that's our show for this week. Thank you again for joining us on this exciting episode of Unleashed. Join me next week for another exciting episode. Good night! Sure to follow us online on Twitter, twitter.com slash liftyunleashed. Subscribe to this podcast and tune in next week for another exciting episode of Unleashed.